ECOG is actually just sensors inside people's brain. Welcome back to the Voice Tech Podcast. This show brings you the latest research and developments in the field of voice technology through a series of entertaining, inspirational, and informative conversations with voice technology experts. By listening to this podcast, you'll be introduced to new products and concepts, get new ideas for your own voice projects, and learn about the tools and techniques that will turn your ideas into reality. Today, we'll be talking about the perception of smiles in the voice, which has implications for how we communicate, how we listen, and how we design conversational interfaces. One of the main aims of this podcast is to stimulate discussion around voice technology topics. And something that I've been meaning to do for a while now is create a place where listeners can gather and interact. So to that end, I've set up a voice tech subreddit forum on Reddit. Why Reddit? Well, first of all, it's uh, much more open to the public and much easier to join than say a Slack group. Uh, The website's been recently redesigned and they have a fantastic mobile app as well, with both forums and private chats uh, integrated in it. Um, but really, the main reason for me is that the social norms on Reddit, the forum structure and the reputation system, encourage reasoned debate, as opposed to like the flame wars that you get on Twitter. Um, and also, it's a place where people engage their passions, uh, as opposed to just straightforward business networking, like it feels uh, on, on LinkedIn, for instance. And most importantly of all, it's not Facebook. So I invite you to head over to Reddit and subscribe to the Voice Tech subreddit. Um, There you can post links about Voice Tech news and product launches, uh, ask any questions that you have, technical or non-technical, comment on the posts already there, and get involved in the discussion. Uh, It's something I hope will grow organically over time into a valuable resource for listeners and the wider community. Uh, The subreddit can be accessed on Reddit by just searching for Voice Tech, um, or via the easy-to-remember redirect uh, voicetechpodcast.com slash reddit. So check it out. Okay, so now it's my pleasure to share with you a wonderful conversation I had in person with Pablo Arias, who is about to finish his PhD in perception and cognitive science at the audio research lab IRCAM here in Paris. Pablo has just had his latest paper published in a very influential journal. He has made some important discoveries around how smiling changes the voice and how people perceive smiling and non-smiling in the voice. In this episode, we cover what is cognitive science, neuroscience and perception, and why research into these areas is so important. The many and varied activities of the researchers in the CREAM team at IRCAM, of which Pablo is a member. Uh, And then Pablo takes us through the aims, methods and results of his latest research paper into smiling in the voice. And we discuss the academic and technological implications of his work. Pablo shares his advice for budding PhD researchers and the importance of having a mentor. And then we go deep on how to learn how to listen and outline some of the big unanswered questions in the field of perception right now. This is my first face-to-face interview held at the professional recording studio at IRCAM. And I now appreciate the difference it makes to have a a conversation face-to-face with someone. It made for a much more engaging experience for both parties, uh, and it really results in a, a, a productive and enjoy, enjoyable uh, interview experience. So I'll definitely do more of these for sure. So with that, I bring you Pablo Arias. Okay, so I'm here with Pablo Arias. 
Pablo is currently completing a PhD in perception and cognitive science at IRCAM, which is the Institute for Research and Coordination in Acoustics and Music here in Paris, France. Hello, Pablo. Hello, Carl. How are you? Very well, thanks. Thanks for joining us on the show. Um, it's a pleasure. Yeah, it's, uh, I understand that you're, you've been working hard on your, your PhD. It's, uh, it's almost done. And you're about to release or have just released uh, a paper in a very influential journal um, that's causing a lot of buzz. Um, so thanks very much for coming on to the show to uh, tell us a bit about that. Um, and congratulations on, on the paper. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here and to talk to you about a bit about uh, all the research that is going on here at IRCAM and on the team uh, and uh, on voice in general. Definitely, yeah. I know there's all sorts of exciting things going on in this uh, in this research lab. Um, you work in the perception team, is that right? What's the, the yeah? Name? So, uh, so I'm working at IRCAM here in Paris, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I'm part of the perception and sound design team. Okay. But I'm um we have a little project, well a little we have a project inside that team but it's called Cream, which stands for Cracking the Emotional Code of Music. Ah, okay. It's kind of a silly name, but um Give it a great acronym. Yeah, yeah great acronym. <laughs> That's my PhD supervisor Jean Julien who who did that. And uh we are mainly vo working on uh, emotional aspects of uh, voice and music. So how does voice communicates and induces emotions mm. and how does music also do it? How music influences the emotions. Yeah. How we can, yeah. How uh, like how does it communicate emotion? Okay. How can we we induce emotions mm. throughout music and throughout uh, speech? But we we have been working a lot in the recent years on on voice and uh, and uh, spoken voice, singing voice. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, so your team focuses more on the effect of music and voice on the human body. Uh, Is that true to say? Yeah, yeah, that's that's one one way of saying it. Yes. So uh, we are we're interesting interested on the acoustic part of mm. emotion communication. Mm -hmm. So how does the voice uh, communicate emotion? What are the acoustic features that uh, the voice uses to communicate emotions? Mm. But also how are these specific features perceived and integrated by the listeners. So how are they encoded in the brain? How are they processed, right? And uh, ultimately, what are the physiological consequences of these acoustic features, for instance, right? Mm -mm -mm, I see. Yeah, I understand that your team is, is quite diverse. You have uh, a mix of neuroscientists and signal processing experts. Yeah, yes, that's that's the that's the idea. Uh, that's the thing is that uh, because voice is such a complex thing, uh, we want to approach it from different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So we are approaching it from the physical description part. So very sound analysis uh, uh, perspective, sound processing. Okay. But also because we are studying the perception, we also are interested in all the cognitive science and neuroscience behind uh, these, uh, these specific physical signals, right? Yeah. yeah, what's actually going on in the brain when, uh, yeah. when making the sounds or when hearing the, yeah. those sounds? Yep, yep. So we have a team that is kind of composed of uh, neuroscientists and, uh, and uh, signal processing uh, engineers, and uh, we try to work uh, together to understand uh, some of these uh, uh, mechanisms. Awesome. 
Okay, fantastic. Well, I know we're going to hear more about that uh, in a bit. Um, could you like tell us a bit about your background, first of all, like where you're from and how you ended up in France and yeah, what, what yeah, led you to where course. you are now? So, uh, uh, so actually, I'm from Colombia mm-hmm. uh, in South America, and I lived there for a while, uh, like for 18 years, and then moved to France to uh, do uh, my studies. And uh, I always, because I w- always wanted to work on sound and work, uh, and um, and uh, either sound or music. And uh, so I've been here for ten years, and I've been working on um, a lot of projects involved with sound and music. I'm... You came to France for yeah for studies originally, and I know you've you've always been involved in music. You're you're a music, mu- musician yourself. You actually do music production. So it's a hobby, it's a passion, as well as a as a career. Application. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, the three. Yeah, it's, it's all the, three. It's all three. Yeah, and uh, so I I came to France about ten years ago now. It's actually going to be ten years on the twenty eighth of August. Congratulations! So um, <laughs> it's been uh, ten long years, but I've I've learned a lot here, and uh, been in co- the thing is that I've tried to be in contact with as much. Uh, sound as I could get in contact with, so uh, I have been working on uh, uh, developing uh, plugins for uh, processing sounds with the companies processing uh, musical instruments. Uh, now uh, doing some research really on the perception and psychoacoustic part mm. of sound processing. Mm. So really uh, trying to do everything that you can do with sound that was very difficult to do it back in Colombia, right? Okay. At least for now, because it's not that developed yet in terms of uh, of um, uh, research, actually. Great, yeah. great. Yeah, we should should mention that Aircam is a research lab, but they also offer masters masters courses. So instead of going to a you know a traditional university, you can do your master's degree here. And you did yeah. the uh, is it the ATM? ATM yeah, program? it's called ATM, which means like uh, acoustic signal processing and uh, uh, computer science applied to music. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and actually, it's a master that is with uh, with Sorbonne University. So Sorbonne, Sorbonne, U- Sorbonne University. University. Okay. Uh, so it's a, a shared master, and uh, you you basically uh, learn a lot about the science of music, the science of sound. But there's also another uh, compositional class that lasts one year. But in there, in in that class, it's uh, it's only composers okay. that come in. So it's composers that begin to learn about um, uh, electronic, uh, real time electronic composition, and uh, sound synthesis for uh, applied to uh, contemporary music uh, creation. Mm, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a a specialized training course for com- composers and uh, electronic music. Yep. Is that right? Yep, yep, yep. Right, it's so really contemporary music, I would say. Okay, contemporary. contemporary music, but it's the use of electronics in contemporary music. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Okay, great. And um, and then we know that you've you've been doing your PhD, which you're going to tell us a, a bit about um, in a moment. You you mentioned that you you're also involved in music production and record. You, you have a record label, is that right? Yes, that's right. I mean, uh, we're I, we are starting with uh, my record label. It's called Black Macau. Uh, Black, Ma- Black Macau. Black Macau. Okay. Yep. Which is uh, actually a bird from Colombia, Macau. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, we are doing uh, a lot of, uh, let's say, audiovisual projects, audiovisual productions, mm. uh, producing some techno, mainly techno and electronic music. 
but with a lot of um, visual content. Okay, well, I know that we'll have some uh, EPs coming on on September or October around the nice. around there. Well, we we'll look out for that on Black Macau cool. record Black label. Black Macau records. Black Macau uh, records. Electronic music mainly. Nice. Techno music, yes. Good stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> okay, so before we dive into the details of the paper, um, can you just first of all um, explain what is cognitive science, neuroscience, and, and the study of perception for those who, who don't know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, so uh, I know Voice Tech Podcast has been uh, in the last episodes more towards the technology of the speech and how to process speech. Uh, what, what we are approaching, and we are not the only ones, but I mean the, what the all the domain is approaching speech mm. as is uh, more like um, how does the brain process speech? That's okay. kind of the very, very broad, very broad question. Mm. So, uh, so it's quite simple, actually. Cognitive science is the study of cognition, and neuroscience is the study of how cognition is happening in the brain. So cognition, right. uh, how do you define cognition? So uh, cognition is uh, studying the, th the thought processes. So it's uh, how operation, basic op mental operations happen in the brain. Okay. And, but the thing is that cognition is very, very broad, right? You can perceive, for instance, a color, but you can also... Perce like think of a memory, right? Mm -hmm. All this is th happening in the brain, and all these things are cognition. Okay, right? so cognition so cognitive covers... science is the study of all these things, right? So it's very, very broad, very, very broad, and it's just the study of mental activity, mental representations, right? And uh, it can go from, um, uh, for for instance, our ability to do maths, right? to our ability to understand the speech, to, uh, uh, to uh, several, several things. And neuroscience, specifically, is the study, um, is kind of, I would even say that neuroscience is a subfield of cognitive science, in a way, okay. right? In which, uh, which is very, very uh, tuned to what is happening inside the brain. So what is the encoding of uh, things uh, in the brain? For instance, uh, uh, you know this uh, FFA, the face area in which we know FFA is a, it's a let's say a module of the brain okay. in which uh, which is known to uh, be responsible for the perception of faces for. Uh, or face identity as face identity, as, yeah, yeah, something we're really good yeah. at. Yeah. Yep, exactly, mm. and uh, so. In neuroscience, they will study all these, let's say, little modules in the brain that allow us to I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voicetech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voicetech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voicetech Pros get more content each month. You unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, 
such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews, and you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get a special role in our online community, high-quality episodes with no ads and studio-quality sound, and a chance to support the show and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.